You are listening to episode number 42 of the Fit Successful Dad podcast. What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode number 42 of the Fit Successful Dad podcast. And today I want to talk about the reason why you are not starting. So if you've already got some massive lucrative thing going and you're working on that and you're scaling that, then this episode is probably not going to resonate too much with you. But if you are just starting out, if you are thinking about starting something, then this episode is exactly for you. So I want to talk about why you are not starting your thing. And it's going to start with a little bit of a story. And it's the reason why I am now, in my opinion anyway, five, six, seven years behind where I should be or where I could have been if I got up and did my own thing and didn't let the voices of others get to me. So when I graduated college with my undergraduate degree and I started working full time in my career, right, in my field that I majored in in college, right, living the quote unquote American dream as some people would call it. And I, uh, I was doing that day in and day out. Um, I immediately within months of, of doing this realized that that is absolutely not what I want to do forever. And my number one passion at that time, aside from, you know, outside of work was, uh, it was music and it still is actually, but was music. So I've been a musician pretty much my whole life and I really wanted to go into creating music, teaching music and building up a, an audience around that. And I wanted to do that through YouTube channels. Uh, I wanted to do that through SoundCloud. That was starting to get big back then. And I was told by a lot of people close to me, actually a lot of people in my circle, that it's a pipe dream. And those exact words were used. Gordon, <laughs> it's a pipe dream. Don't chase it. It's not practical. Stick with your job. It pays well. You know, you can buy a house. You can do all that stuff. And then just use your free time to play music. And that was something that was said to me by multiple people over a very short period of time, uh, you know, a matter of months. And I took that, those words that were said to me to heart. And I, uh, I did not act on my, my initial gut instinct and what I really wanted to do, my passion, which was to get up and, and actually start something and build a business build a second business, you know, that I had dreams of turning into a primary business. So I didn't do that. And I I took their advice and I just used my free time as my creative outlet to make music for myself. And I was in a couple of bands and I did a couple things and I taught a couple people on the side and it was great. I got a lot of fulfillment out of that, but I definitely didn't take it as far as I wanted to. So around that same time, and I know uh, if you've listened to the podcast for a while, you probably already know this. Around that same time, I had a huge, uh, this is unrelated, but a huge um, uh, health and fitness transformation. Um, you know, it was everything, mentality, lifestyle, whatever. I lost a bunch of weight, like uh, over almost 80 pounds. Totally changed my life. And when that happened... Well, fitness and health and, and that whole thing became my 
I'd say that trumped music. That became my number one focus, like my number one passion in life. And for a whole number of reasons. And it's everything. It's it was like, you know, the 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 mind-body connection, like that's really important to me. I'm really passionate about that. And I think we as like as a species <laughs> don't really understand that. Uh so that's that's really interesting to me. Um physical fitness, uh nutrition, uh vitamins, you know, all that kind of stuff, supplementation. Um, that, that's all extremely interesting to me and I'm very passionate about it and I could geek out on that for a long, long time and I won't on this episode, but that became my number one thing. So after a few years of kind of grinding away at my job and then I went ahead and got my master's degree. So that took up a big portion of my free time. And while I was doing that, I repeatedly month after month after month while going for my graduate degree, convinced myself that I am in the career that I love. I was convincing myself of this day in and day out. I am in the career that I love and I am in the job like like uh, proje- trajectory that I love. Uh, and I want to be here and I want to I want to be where this trajectory places me in 10, 15, 20 years and I'm going to be corporate superstar, you know? And that's that. Um, that took a lot of convincing and for a while I, I ate it, you know, I ate my own dog food there. It's like, I, I said the words out loud to a lot of people. I told everybody at my work, I told everybody in my family, this is what I want to do. And I just sat there and accepted it. Meanwhile, deep down under a bunch of layers, I hated everything I was saying and I hated everything I was forcing myself to try and believe, hated it. I hated it so much that after a while I kind of broke and this didn't manifest itself as a big elaborate event. I didn't have like a nervous breakdown. I didn't do any, you know, end up in the hospital or anything like that. I didn't go out and spend a million dollars on a bunch of stuff. But what I did do, and this was a while after I graduated with my graduate degree at this point, what I did do was I just started changing my habits changing the people who were around me. And I did this without thinking about it. That's the funny thing. It just happened. And that's why I think, and I can look back across my entire life and see all the signs were there the whole time. I just ignored them uh, for whatever reason. Either I was told to ignore them or I ignored them voluntarily. But all the signs were there that this is me. And uh, But anyway, so I started removing people from my life not even thinking about it. And when I say removing, I didn't, I didn't force these people out of my life completely. You know, they weren't outside my circle for good, but I stopped hanging around with people as much, the certain people. And I started bringing in certain people more and more and more. And I started kind of changing my daily habits and spending less time on the things that I knew deep down brought no actual value in any way. Uh, I started removing those things from my life on a daily basis, and I started including things and adding things that did the opposite. I started reading more. I started reading different things. I started spending time trying to understand how businesses work and how brands work and how people build audiences and how uh, you know the online thing uh, has become so important. I started trying to understand brick and mortars, so I started talking to business owners. You know, there's a lot of business owners in my circle 
and I started asking them questions. And then I started asking, uh, you know, people like really specific questions like, you know, what's your ROI on this thing? How do you write off your taxes for this thing? You know, what, what is a business expense and how, you know, like all these things that when I started asking them, you know, people, my wife were like, what, what, who are you? You know, what, what is this? You know, you, 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 this guy, you never cared about any of this stuff and I've known you for 10, 15 years. Why all of a sudden are you asking these questions and why is this important to you? And, um, you know, like I said, the stuff was always there. And then this is where this next thing that happened. This is when I knew absolutely without a doubt that I was an entrepreneur deep down and that I was going to build a brand or a business of some sort and that it was going to be something I was going to pour everything I had into it. So at my corporate job, I work with somebody who knows somebody else that doesn't work there, who created a business out of school. So that person graduated from college with a degree in something very specific. They started working in that field. And within a couple of months of doing that, this is like age 22, 23, that person quit their job. They just literally one day decided to quit their job uh, and they went all in on this brand and this business that they had been thinking about and planning slowly for, you know, for a little while. Uh, When I say slowly, you know, it's about a year. It was like the senior year of college. They started thinking about it and then, I don't know, eight months after they graduated or six months after they graduated is when they finally officially launched. But um, they did that thing. They went all in on it. Now they were younger than I am now, certainly, but the, the passion that I got from hearing about this, right? The passion behind this person's mission was so easily like a clear and obvious when my coworker was telling me about it. And I started immediately rattling off the questions. You know, what's the ROI on that? How do they set up their taxes? Uh, What are they doing for marketing? What's their social media look like? How are they planning on catering to this whole part of the region? It's a brick and mortar type of business, by the way. You know, how are they planning on doing all this? And I started asking all these questions. And even my coworker, who is very close with this person, this, this business owner, uh, they, they looked at me and said, I don't know how to answer any of these questions. I'm not involved in it. I just, know that they're doing it. And, you know, and, and my response is, Oh, you know, you know, I guess I'm, you know, I'm sorry for, uh, for like kind of grilling you so hard on these things, but I, you know, it's just so, it's so fascinating to me. And when I heard about that, I went home and I actually looked up that person's business and I've been watching it slowly build over the years. And I, but I, I knew right then after having that conversation, after hearing about that, for some reason, all the planets were aligned. And when that story was told to me, that five minute story, I knew right then and there that, that was going to be, that was it. That was a monumental game changing moment for me. So fast forward a little bit more time and all of the, my, my passion and interest around the fitness space and, uh, exercise and health and all that stuff. Um, all my passion behind that went into a physical products brand that I made. And that was kind of my first thing, right? The first real brand that I built. And that's a brand that I still pull sales from today, by the way. And uh, I love that brand because it was my first thing, but it wasn't very lucrative. I didn't do enough research, but I went in on it. And I can tell you right now that the moment I placed my first order was the scariest moment and also the most fulfilling moment of my 
life outside of obvious things like marriage and having a kid and stuff like that, right? It was the most fulfilling thing I had done for myself that I can remember. So, uh, you know, that, that was another sign. That was another, another moment where when it happened, I just instantly felt like, yes, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. I finally feel like I'm doing the thing that I was like put here to do. You know, I'm finally capitalizing on my strengths and doing the things that I know that I wanted to be doing. So that was, uh, that was a couple of years ago and now it's 2017, the middle of 2017. And I've gone through a few things since then. But the point of this episode is to kind of get you thinking about why you haven't started your thing. So you know a little bit about my backstory and how I worked through this very comfortable period of time where I was making a pretty good salary and I had a very comfortable job, no sign of layoffs or anything uh, at all, and a huge bank of vacation hours and a nice cushy severance if anything did happen, all in a market where hundreds of thousands of jobs are open at any given moment, right? That's the practical side of the field that I work in, which is probably similar to the field that you work in, not necessarily, but but possibly, I guess, is the right way to say it. There's always a practical like opportunity available somewhere for you. It, it just it's the way it is, right? Uh, I had heard once that, and I think this is true, uh, but I don't I don't know the um, the data behind it. But I had heard once that ninety seven percent of the world, or maybe this is only applicable to the United States, but ninety seven percent of the country works for the other three percent something like that. So, you know, that 3%, they're always looking for employees. That's just the way it is. They're always looking for employees and they always have a practical solution for you should you need it. It's just the way of the world. It's the way it's always going to be. And it took me a little while to understand that and to realize that, but that's, that's the case. So that practical job is always going to be there waiting for you. Now, you know, I have I have debt, I have student loans, I have things like that. Everybody does, and it certainly doesn't make any sense to ignore any of that. However, you know, taking some of your free time and taking some of your expenses that you have and investing those two things, that time and that money into yourself to build the thing that you really feel like you need to be building that makes so much more sense than taking that money and trying to save it and put it in a 401k that's not doing very well in terms of you know ROI if you want to call it that or putting it into a some kind of savings account and get you know a fraction of a percent back on it uh, also you know does it make sense to take your tax return every year and take a huge chunk of that and putting it to something that you don't necessarily need, you know, like a thing, like an item, like a product that you probably uh, could do without. You know, does it make sense to do that? And for some people, yes. You know, for some people, it absolutely makes sense. They need to put it towards a repair in their house or something. Sure, fine, okay. But what about you know that big ass TV? <laughs> does it really make sense to put your tax return towards that? Or you know, does it make sense to put it towards that? Uh, I, I don't know. There's some frivolous thing. Or does it make more sense to actually invest in yourself, you know, and take that course that you might need to 
to understand that skill so that you can do that thing or to hire somebody to help you build your thing, right? To help you build your brand or help you build your business or help you you know, do your thing, whatever that thing is. I've had people email me now that have told me that there's a huge part of them that they feel it's missing and that they, if they could just build their podcast, then they would be, you know, they'd be, they'd be that much further along at a personal level, right? At a personal, like fulfillment level. Uh, I've also had people talk about YouTube channels that they've been thinking about building. And, you know, it's, it's really interesting to see how people think and how people who are in positions of success are thinking because they're not necessarily, uh, they're definitely not capitalizing on their strengths because they're bored. And when you get bored, you know, you're definitely not going to give it your all. So they're here working at some company and they're, you know, some practical solution. They're getting a salary and they're making money and they're doing their thing, grinding through and they're, you know, they have real world things going on. They have kids and a house and stuff, but they're, bored and they all they think about this is this is this is real stuff here all some of these people think about day in and day out is finally acting on the thing that they really want to do you know some people really just want to create a travel vlog you know that's their thing and they want to do it and they see other people doing it and they get instantly jealous you know even though well they get jealous because someone else is actually following their dream it's not jealousy in the form of why wow, that person's so lucky they get to do that because it's a tremendous amount of work. It's jealousy that that person actually had the guts to go after it, and I and I didn't. You know, that's the mindset that some of these people are in. So, uh, my my question for you is: What is your thing, if you have one, and why haven't you started it yet? <clears throat> why haven't you gone after it yet? And you know, you have the dream whatever it is, you have that vision, like mine originally was music, and that got stamped out, unfortunately. Um, so I'm not pursuing that right now. And my passion then shifted to fitness and health and wellness, exercise and things like that. And that has now become my dream, my vision, my passion, my number one thing that I'm focused on. So that is what I'm going after right? What is yours? And it's very important that you figure out what that is. And then when you have that, that thing figured out, right, about yourself and about what you really actually have to do to, to get that fulfillment, that is the thing that if you go after it full bore, you'll be rewarded straight up. You will be rewarded. And it won't be this huge taxing thing because you're finally going to be in a position where you are doing the thing that you love the most. So going back to that story about my coworker's friend, right? he quit his job that was paying well and was, you know, for all, on paper, he had it made, right? But he went after, he was bored, he hated it. He went after the thing that he loved the most. And he has not taken, to this day, the salary that he was making at that job, right? He will get there. Absolutely, he will get there. The path that he has in front of him has him in a position to win, for sure. But the other thing is that he gets up and he hustles and he pushes and he grinds and he is doing the thing 
uh, that he, he loves the most. And because he's doing the thing that he loves the most, it's not like, oh man, I have to go to work today. No, because he's living it every moment of every day. He wakes up, he's thinking about it. He goes to quote unquote work, he's thinking about it. He drives home, he's thinking about it. Weekends, he's thinking about it. It's on his mind constantly. And that's that's the thing too. Like when you go after the thing that you love the most, it's not work. Now, that doesn't mean that everybody is wired that way or that everybody has a thing. So if you don't have a thing like that that you want to go after and you don't want to build something in addition to or to replace a job that you have because not everybody's built that way and a lot of people are very happy and fulfilled in jobs, right? But if you're listening to this podcast, you're probably not in that position. But again, not everybody has that that, you know, that that calling, right? That desire to do that thing, to build that thing that's outside the regular job. But if you do, if you have that, you know, why not go after it? What is really preventing you from starting, right? What's the real reason? At the end of the day, everybody's got 24 hours, right? Everybody's got 24 hours. Some of us have kids like me. Some of us are are married and have a spouse like me. Some of us also have a nine to five job like me. Some of us have a social life that they do care about and family nearby like me. And I can tell you with 100% certainty that there are definitely ways to find the time that you need to do your thing and build it and create it and finally reach that fulfillment, right? There are definitely ways to do that. Uh, There's a lot of, of key pieces to this that have nothing to do with training or teaching or anything like patience. That's probably the number one. And I, I calculate in patience in everything I do in a way where I expect everything to take two, three times longer than I really expect. But even my first expectation, like the first budgeted time frame for things, I way overinflate that. So this might come back to bite me, but so far up to this point, when I way overinflate the time it takes to do something and then I add another fluff factor on top of that, then when stuff actually gets done, I still have all this buffer room at the end because I planned it that way. But I would say patience is probably the most important thing to have. And there's some other components to it too, like drive, you know, work ethic. I don't know how hard that you work or how how much drive you have to do whatever it is you're doing when you're working on something. Um, I believe that those two things are absolutely critical for sure. I don't think anyone has built anything that has been like substantial enough to be you know, overly proud of without putting in any kind of hard work and having so having that you know that work ethic and having some sort of drive to do that. Uh, but that all goes back to my point that if you have this need to build something, to start something, to create something which is really the entrepreneurial spirit of, of the whole thing, then it's not work. It's not something that you won't have that drive for, right? If you have that calling to do that thing, then your drive level will inherently rise. It'll, it'll increase, it'll level up. And your motivation and work ethic will also just increase naturally. And that's, that it's, it's just a beautiful thing because it happens so autonomously. So 
you know, going forward, I want anyone who's listening to this who has that calling to do something, to build something, to create, to think about why you haven't started it yet. And sometimes it's literally as simple, and this is true like it was for me, it's literally as simple as taking out a piece of paper. I'm a big fan of pen and paper, old school notebooks. Taking out a piece of paper, writing down the things that I want to do and what the reason is behind those things and what I could do with those things. Right. So for me, it was music. It was exercise and fitness for a period of time. It was engineering, which is something I do as a, a, a nine to five kind of thing. Right. For some more practical examples, I can tell you that I tried to marry some of those things together and use my engineering experience and education to think of a way where I could build an amplifier line for guitarists or software for recording artists, or software for, I'm a, I was a big nerd, still am for a long time, uh, video games, get into the video game world, you know, engineering, uh, electrical engineering and software, they're very closely related, I have a lot of software experience, so I almost went down that road, right, but I wrote down all these things that I wanted to get into, and I eventually chose the one that just bubbled up to the top, the one that was the, the, like the topic for me, right? The field for me, the one that kept calling out the one that I was most passionate about, which is fitness, health, exercise, diet, nutrition, all that stuff, like all of it bundled together into one. That is what uh, resonates with me the most. It's because of a, a very impactful experience that I had that I went through and, for uh, probably that and a number of reasons, it's just a massive field of interest for me. So that's what I went after. So when I'm working on my future brands and my previous brand that I still maintain, it's not work because it's so ingrained in me and it's something that I just have to be doing. And it doesn't matter what my nine to five job would be or how many kids I would end up having or you know whether I'm married or not, like that is going to be something that I have to do. I just have to do it. And if you have that that calling and there's something you have to be doing, then figure out why you haven't started yet and start. That's it. Figure out why you haven't started and just do it. Write it down, figure it out what it is, go after it. It's that simple. It's not easy, but it is that simple, right? Google is your friend. Any unanswered questions that you have about how to tactically execute on the thing that you want to do can all be figured out later. But figuring out the thing that's going to make you the most fulfilled, that is simple. Okay, that's going to wrap it up for this episode. Once again, I'm going to say it for the hundredth time. Figure out what you need to be doing to make yourself fulfilled, to bring more positive energy into your life to make sure that you are more fulfilled and that you have the gratitude for the opportunity to do that thing and go after it. Okay, that's going to do it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. Please share this with somebody who fits all of the criteria that I just described, and hopefully we can change their life forever. Take care. Talk to you in the next episode. Mm-hmm.